Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Devotion for June 16th, the year 2023, coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. First, let us center ourselves by listening to beautiful piano music.
Our lesson for today is Luke, the Gospel according to Luke chapter 19, verses 45 through 48. Luke 19, 45 through 48. Let us hear the word of the Lord. Then Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out those who were selling things there. And he said, It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching in the temple, the chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people kept looking for a way to kill him. But they did not find anything they could do, for all the people were spellbound by what Jesus was telling them. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O God, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. William Berkeley, one of my earlier days favorite commentator, in his commentary on the Gospel according to Luke said, There is something almost incredibly audacious in the action of Jesus in the teaching in the temple courts when there was a price on his head. This was sheer defiance. At the moment, the authorities could not arrest him, for the people hung upon every word that Jesus was saying. But every time Jesus spoke, he took his life in his hands, and he knew well that it was only a matter of time until the end should come. Berkeley went on to say, the courage of Christians should match the courage of their Lord. He left us as an, an example that we should never be ashamed to show whose we are and whom we serve. This commentary of Berkeley, Berkeley reminds me of one of my professors in Korea way back in the late 80s when I was a student there. She had just returned from the United States with her PhD in evangelism. One day, she was taking all of us international students, probably 30-some of us, um, for an evening worship where we were going to share our faith journey. In the subway train, she came to me and said, look at that Caucasian man and go and ask him if he believed in Jesus Christ. I wished I could have flew away and disappeared and never had to come back. I was most uncomfortable and intimidated to do that. But I didn't have the courage to say no to my professor. So I approached very reluctantly this unsuspecting man. Then I said to him very softly, Sir, please forgive me if I'm disturbing you. My professor over there in a red suit sent me to ask you if you believe in Jesus Christ. I am so sorry to disturb you. I grew up with people of other religions like Buddhists and um, Buddhism and Hinduism and Islam. And I don't really want to ask you because I grew up not asking one another this kind of question. The very kind man said, 
some kind words to me as my professor was watching us. I do not remember anything what this very kind gentleman said to me, but I remember thinking how kind he was. Instead of telling me off, he was talking to me. When I went back to my professor in the train, she was busy dispatching my friends, other international students, to do the same thing. So I didn't have to report back to her about my um, talking with this Caucasian man in the train. This was my professor lady's way of how to follow Jesus, um, who was bold and brave in teaching in the temple, or in our case, out in the open space. It worked for her. This style worked for my professor. I was most uncomfortable in the style of being bold and brave in evangelizing the way she was teaching me to do. Now looking back, I'm very grateful for the experience. Not long ago, one of the praying pelican groups we hosted here at Church of the Palms made a lasting impression on me, talking about being bold and brave in witnessing Jesus Christ. I wel we, well, I welcomed 50 or so of them on a Wednesday evening before dinner and devotion because they were our guests eating with us. They had come to help the victims of Hurricane Ian. At a dinner table, a young woman leader of theirs, the group, asked me, do you believe in Jesus Christ? I said, I do. And then she went on to ask me, do you follow Jesus Christ every day? I said, well, I do my very best. Sometimes I'm successful and other times I'm not. And so we went on to have a good short discussion with her and the other two leaders of the group. I was very impressed and touched by her courage in practicing who she is and whom she follows. As always, I went to different tables to greet people and welcome everyone. I saw many young praying pelican people that night, high school age young people with the Bible on the dinner table with them. They came prepared to listen to Pastor Steve's lecture on the gospel according to Mark. They were proud to be Christian youth, practicing their faith and following Jesus. I mean, lots of different Bibles, each of them brought their own Bible. To the lecture. How do we have courage to show whose we are and whom we serve nowadays is a good question. There are many ways, let me mention a few. We can show whose we are and who, whom do we follow nowadays here by following kindness to all God's children, including or maybe even especially those who are not like us. We can do that by taking care of nature and animals, by helping those we can help, by treating others with grace and gentleness as Jesus would. So when someone asks why we are being the way we are, I hope we are able to say, I am a Christian and this is how Jesus, I follow Jesus. Let me repeat that. If we should ever get asked, 
why we are the way we are, I hope we can say very comfortably, I'm the way I am because I'm a Christian and a follower of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Our most loving and gracious God, we give you thanks for loving us all the time. Teach us to love others as Jesus loves us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.